Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. We are live. We are in full effect right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Happy, happy new moon in Aries. I hope you guys are enjoying the spring season. Um, uh, sorry, guys. Um, I hope y'all are enjoying the spring season so far. The sun just went into Taurus. Shout out to all my mama's babies who are Tauruses. Woo woo! Happy solar return season. <laughs> we gonna let you have your season, but just please know that the new moon uh, season in Aries did just start. Don't be don't be alarmed. You guys uh, get a we get a new moon in Taurus next month. Um, but that is what's going on astrologically. So thank you for joining me. Um, I come to you guys tonight. Uh, ain't no other way to say it, but to keep it real drained, uh, tired, woe out, <laughs> but determined, bound and determined to make good on my word. And it, it and, and I know that it's such a healing thing for me to get on the air every week and uh, give you guys the, the tea and the skinny on things astrological and using the, the, the cards to um, channel messages about what's going on currently for everybody as well. And that's, that's just my joy and my pleasure. So um, there's no way I could miss, even though it was just a handful of moments ago, I was in the company of law enforcement, <laughs> not because of anything I did, but you wouldn't know that if you had overheard the conversation. Uh, unfortunately, the state of the world we're in today, if you don't have the right color skin, you're almost assumed to be um, in the wrong. So once again, tough, tough, tough times, but I am absolutely, definitely tougher, and I am here. I'm still standing. I'm still here. Um, I'm going to run a special just, uh, for anyone who would like to get a reading, um, I, I would incor- I, I tend to incorporate your astrology as well as the wisdom of the cards. So I'll just say an astro tarot reading uh, within the next week between now, today, and the 27th. If you um, click in the description um, box for this episode and you click on the astro love gift link, and um, donate an Astro Love gift in the um, uh, $30 or less, uh, you'll get 30 minutes worth of a reading, and anything over 30 minutes would warrant an hour session. So that's my pleasure to do that for you guys. That it, it's 
kind of twofold. Um, that's really going to boost me and encourage me. Um, I need it right now. I absolutely do. I'm in the fire. I'm in the belly of the beast, and it's just it's been t- it's been really tough lately. Um, and that's going to benefit you guys as well. I've been having amazing success um, with the tarot. Y'all know I haven't been doing this, the tarot portion of it, but but for like a year. And I've, I've already done my first in-person reading. That went well. And um, I've had a, a few since then. And the ones I've been doing um, over the phone here recently have just been going amazingly well. I I pulled cards for the Aries New Moon season, which I'll be sharing with you guys tonight. I also pulled cards for each of the 12 signs, and y'all know how we do. So, of course, all the cards that came out just corroborate the astrology and corroborate what I know is going on with the different signs. So spirit continues to speak wisdom, encouragement, guidance, support, um, reminders, um, confirmation through these cards and through the stars. And so it's my divine pleasure to be a medium, a channel, a vessel open and yielded. Um, I don't have any bias (laughs) when I do reading, so you're just going to get channeled messages from spirit through my interpretation, the spin I put on it, my particular personality, and so far, so great. So, um, you know, we don't go too far within, in the show before we honor, revere, respect, remember, acknowledge, pay homage to our divine righteous ancestors, the ancestors, those who came before us, because without them we wouldn't be here. So we don't miss an opportunity to remember them saying, <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's because of our divine righteous ancestors that I am on the phone, am on the line with you guys tonight broadcasting uh, because it could be very different. (laughs) So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Also, shout out and much love and thanks to Brother Ampu, our fearless leader here at the Interpeace White House radio channel. Thank you, Brother Ampu. Y'all stay connected to my astrology coach. We've got the the new month, the 21-day new money challenge coming up here within a few days. So I'm, I'm your, your mama, daughter, your world healer will be participating. So shout out to all of you guys that have signed up to participate. I'm in it to win it with y'all. New money. Who doesn't want new money? It's the sun's in Taurus. Come on. This is some new money in our lives, and a couple of y'all got some cards that allude to that very thing. So y'all listen out for your sign, your sun, your moon, your rising sign. If you're interested in your Venus and your Mars, too, even better. North node, let's go. Let's get it. So with that, y'all, let's jump on in. We in this thing. Thank you, thank you, thank you to those who are listening online. I have opened up the chat, so um, if you have anything, any question, um, and you drop it in the chat, I will be responding on air. Shout out to you guys who have called in on the line. If you would like to, uh, for me to open up your line, you have a question, you just want to shout me out, feel free to press 1 on your keypad, and I'll see your hand is raised, and we can get into it. So here we go, guys. Uh, Aries, Aries new moon season. <laughs> It, it was in direct align. It is in direct alignment with um, Uranus. 
So when I put in the title, you know, changes, healing changes, the changes aspect of it is for, for that's a portion of it. Uranus is the energy of change, of breakthrough, of sudden reversals. You know, I need a sudden reversal in my life. That's when I talk to people about Uranus, I always say, you know, some people don't like surprises and some people don't want, uh, they don't like the idea of sudden things happening, you know, um, and that it's kind of the shock. Uranus is the energy of shock, you know, and they don't like that. But I bet you if you were laid out <laughs> and needed that heart to get started again and somebody came along with a defibrillator and shocked you back to life, you could appreciate more the energy of, of a shock or something sudden like that. I bet you if things have been stagnant in your life in a particular area, that, you know, you could totally appreciate some change winds blowing through, some change energy coming through, and, uh, and, and you know, suddenly and unexpectedly you would welcome it with open arms. And so that's why I kind of, you know, mention it uh, to that degree to give people some perspective that change, number one, is constant, so really no way around it. Might as well learn to embrace it. Might as well learn to stay open-minded, stay open-hearted, remain flexible so that you can get in on the positive side of change. You can get in on the front side of change where you're initiating change, where you're varying your own routine, where you're infusing um, fresh breakthrough energy in areas of your life that need it before the universe comes along and kind of does it for you. So that's that. Um, there's also some predominant energy as it relate as it relates to the Aries new moon um, with Venus. Venus is very active was very active at this new moon, trining through the same week of the new moon. Last week, today is the twentieth, and the new moon was just on the fifteenth. So last uh, it, it was it's Sunday. And so right after that, Venus was very active, trining Pluto, opposing Jupiter. I mentioned it on the last show, um, especially as it related with Venus opposing Jupiter to basically doing too much <laughs> um, as, as, as far as Venusian pleasures are concerned and, and, and things that bring us ease and comfort in an opposition to Jupiter where we could easily be excessive, where we could easily go overboard, where we could easily um, cross lines and boundaries, you know. Um, so that is, is predominant and likely will be throughout the Aries New Moon season month. And then Venus trying Pluto, really adding a lot of intensity to <laughs> our uh, pleasures and, 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 and things that bring us pleasure, ease, and comfort, making it even a bit even more difficult potentially to practice self-control, to practice self-discipline in order to keep a healthy balance, okay? Um, Aries' ruler, Mars, at the time of the new moon in Aries, uh, at the time the new moon in Aries was exact on the 15th, Mars was in a sextile to Neptune. And so we got to factor that energy in as well, definitely, because of Mars being Aries' ruler. 
the description of Mars sextile Neptune talks about this really ethereal, spiritual, sensitive energy that is affecting our the actions that we take. That's affecting our ability to be brave and courageous. So. Um, under this energy, we definitely would be making moves that that are motivated by more spiritual energy, okay? We would be taking actions that are more, even more compassionate in nature with Mars sextile Neptune, um, more understanding, okay? Um, so that's very beneficial. This energy shows up even within the context of the cards, so y'all will see that clearly when we begin to delve into uh, the, what the, the tarot um, describes as to what's going on with us this month. You, this, this recording tonight is going to be playing out um, until the new moon in Taurus, okay? So we've got a few more weeks of this energy to maneuver through, so I'm on here to help you guys understand it and how it can, how it relates to your life, okay? The last one I want to mention, the last aspect of this new moon that I want to mention is the Jupiter sextile to Pluto. Um, the same Jupiter and Pluto that are in contact with Venus. I just mentioned that Venus is opposite Jupiter and that Venus is trining Pluto. And Jupiter and Pluto themselves are interacting by way of a sextile, um, and that's uh, of, um, impacting the energy of the next for everybody, okay? So as it relates to this change, this this I'm I'm calling it healing change for a few different reasons and I'll go into that uh, before we jump into the cards. But this change that is this change energy is here. It's not something that you have to manipulate. It's not something that you're gonna have to coerce. Um, it's here. It's no need to force it. If anything, like I was just mentioning, what what is on the menu is to be open to the change, be open and flexible to going with uh, some fresh new energy. Once again, Uranus is breakthrough energy. And so um, Jupiter puts some positivity on it, you know, some uh, the ability to see the bigger picture in it all, even with what I'm dealing with and going through um, in my home life, it's like there is. The Jupiter says there's a silver lining in the dark cloud. Jupiter says that you know change is here. Just stay open to it. Just see. Jupiter's the visionary. Jupiter sees the big picture. So. That's going to benefit us. The sextile is a divine opportunity. And so with Pluto, um, there's hints of transformation. Um, Y'all remember when I did the tarot pool for the Mercury retrograde, the predominant energy that was coming up was these pinnacles. Hell, Leo and Sagittarius both got the seven of pinnacles, and that was just really strong. Um, especially since the Mercury retrograde was in Aries, and then the other two fire signs in addition to Aries is really talking about waiting and not just waiting, but while you are waiting, and I'm saying with this change energy, 
waiting for change. It's some people that are waiting for change, and while you are waiting for change, there's this assessing energy, this energy of assessing and reassessing and, and making sure and, and, and being I say making sure because there's this quiet confidence while you're waiting and there's this patience while you're waiting. You're not waiting and wrecking your brain. You're waiting and you're assessing your next move. You're waiting and you're assessing you and how you, this is all coming to grow us, y'all. This, I say that we're still waiting on change because of those cards that came up for the, that reading that I did, if you go back, um, the reading that I did, for the Mercury retrograde in Aries for everybody. It took me a couple of episodes to get through the uh, all 12 signs. It's the two episodes before this one, but that reading was really pivotal. That that lasts through, that's good for, through May the 3rd. That's when Mercury gets out of the retrograde zone and, we enter, and Mercury enters new territory once again. And so that energy is still in the pl- in play. It's not May third yet, <laughs> and so um, I definitely am encouraging everybody that I talk to to just hold on. I'm encouraging myself through everything that I'm dealing with currently just to hold on. You know, there's still amidst everything that's going on. I'm in school. I'm still acing everything I turn in. You know what I mean? So. Like amidst everything that's going on, like I, somebody asked me they, who knows that I was in that really bad car accident a couple of few years ago now, and you know they the the pain, the discomfort, the healing process it was so slow, and it I didn't realize until I got asked about it here recently that I did not I was not feeling any residual discomfort like I had been for years. And so amidst everything that is going on, amidst us waiting for change, there there are still, there is still plenty <laughs> to be thankful for. There is still plenty to feel confident about while we wait. Um, the beautiful thing, one of the beautiful things about our tarot spread for the Aries and Moon season is that the overall card is the wish card, the nine of cups. That's in the overall position for the entire new lunar Aries season. The wish card, it happens to be a Jupiter and Pisces card, and that's what I wanted to to mention before we wrapped up the astrology portion, is that this Piscean-Neptunian energy is still lingering, y'all. I happen to be in a season personally that is ruled by Neptune and this Pisces energy. And so... I'm definitely experiencing it on a even more acute level. But for everybody, uh, Chiron, which is the wounded healer, that ha- I've always uh, encountered the Chiron energy, kind of it's kind of like a Piscean Neptunian feel. I-, I mentioned to people that Neptune is one of the most sensitive. Where Neptune is in your natal chart is one of the most sensitive parts in your chart. It shows up in everybody I talk to. Where Neptune is in their chart, they are super sensitive. <laughs> and they have, you know, stories and experiences that involve this area of their life where their natal Neptune is that, you know, just proves the point um, over and over easily. And 
So Chiron kind of has that feel to me. You would think another sensitive area of your chart besides Neptune would be where your wounded healer is, where your natal Chiron is. You might be a little sensitive where your wounds are. You might be a little sensitive in this area that, that, that requires care and feeding and healing. So Chiron uh, moving out of Pisces into Aries um, within less than two days of this new moon hmm, might be why this Pisces card shows up in the overall position for our entire um, Aries new moon season. The fact that, just like I mentioned to you in the astrology, that Mars, the very ruler of Aries, Mars, is in a sextile, is in any kind of act, forming any kind of aspect to Neptune, another um, energy that has a, that it, hell, it rules Pisces. That could be a reason. That, that, that's, uh, I, I kind of tend to kind of tell you all the logic behind how I title these shows, and that's part, that's definitely part of it. That's the healing energy, and that's the wrap-up energy, and the cyclical cycle energy is this Pisces, Neptunian, Chironic uh, energy that is just predominant throughout the astrology of the Aries new moon. So I'm, I'm putting an emphasis on it. So when you come back and listen, if you're listening to this show in the archives, this broadcast in the archives, excuse me, uh, then at any time throughout this Aries new moon season, you will know why you maybe your sensitivities may be getting played on. I can de- I would raise my hand and say, yep, that's happening to me too right now, you know, and here it is showing up in the overall card. So the wisdom that I'm getting to share with you for this card, since it is in the overall position, um, anytime you check back in uh, for messages about this season on this uh, broadcast, just know that this is the wish card. So just like I've been being led to mention to people quite a bit here in the last maybe month or two, continue to stay open to not only what I tend to refer to as your dream life, whatever that means to you. Nine of Cups happens to be the card of the the good life, and uh, it happens to also be the card of inner happiness. So continuing to make that a priority, y'all know, I mean, come on, if I said uh, law enforcement is involved, and this was just moments before I got on the air, it can't be that great. And although it didn't concern me like I was in any kind of trouble or had done anything wrong, that's still an intense energy to have to be dealing with. And especially when I'm mentioning inner happiness, like me, some of you that are listening could be hearing me speak and thinking to yourself, how the hell am I supposed to be inwardly happy about this crap? <laughs> how the heck, this is the card of satisfaction. How the heck am I supposed to be satisfied with all this craziness going on? But the wisdom of this card is, um, it's, it's twofold. I think, I, I, I feel that spirit wants us to know this is also the card of of triumph and being triumphant. 
I mean, come on. If the overall card, it, on the, I, I, I'm not going to glorify this card on the low vibration or reverse. This could talk about, you know, once again with the Venus opposition to Jupiter, the overindulgence. This is a Jupiter and Pisces card. So, yeah, it can, it can definitely talk about the overindulgence and um, uh, just uh, typically because it's cups, you know, I hear, hear a lot of tarot readers say, uh, you know, uh, inebriation, you, you overdid the drinking, the cups, you drank, you done drank nine cups worth, <laughs> and now you done did too much. So, yeah, it could be that too. So I'll throw that out there and just say, and just encourage you guys to monitor it. I don't think it's that interpretation only because I got the king of cups, which I'll mention to you uh, more in depth here in a second, sitting right underneath it. And the king is the most mature, the most developed, so I don't see the king of cups being drunk. <laughs> yeah, so what I am sensing, though, through this is this reminder of self-respect and self-love. When you're dealing with law enforcement and they're acting like you're the issue and you've done absolutely nothing wrong, it takes a level of self-respect um, to remember that you are you're worth it you're worth being treated like a human being you're worth being treated like you matter like like you know this is the card of uh of being worth it this is one of the like affirmations for this card is because I'm worth it I'm worth it I'm worth the good life I am worth being happy inwardly I am worth self-respect and self-love, and that's what I love about nobody can take it from you, not a a law enforcement agent, um, not anybody in your life can take away your self-love and self-respect. This is a card of emotional maturity, that even when things are challenging your inner happiness, like in my situation, um, when things are challenging, you feeling triumphant. Maybe you don't feel so triumphant right now. Like, what, who triumphant? Who, who's triumphing going through all this bull? But that's where the emotional maturity and emotional fulfillment comes in. Um, and that's why the King of Cups is sitting right underneath this as a message to all of us, especially me delivering the message. Spirit works like that. I, t- I tell y'all, stuff be happening to me first. Like, I, I, I get to go through it first before I tell y'all about it, before I, the messages channel through me to speak to y'all. Um, that's what happens when you're super saggy and prophesy like that. But it, there's a strong message here, even with the King of Cups beneath it, that shows up as emotional balance. So we've got emotional maturity and fulfillment, satisfaction, emotional satisfaction. In the overall position and in the present position, we've got this emotional balance. So I definitely see us, uh, in, in, even in the context, and especially in the context of even the title of, the, of this show that is comprehensively describing the energy that I'm seeing and sensing, is that things are, keep this in mind, and this is the nine, and I put in the title. I wasn't even looking at this spread when I made the title. I was thinking about everything I had uh, put together in my notes with the astrology. But even in the title, I, I, I was channeling that we are continuing to wrap up cycles. All this Neptunian, Piscean energy, Pisces is the last and final sign. And wrapping up 
And then I look at this nine, and the nines denote endings as well. So that's a, that's a powerful message here, that as we are continuing to wrap up cycles, healing, this Piscean energy, this king energy, the king of cups in our present position, I'm not going to cry on this show, but uh, this broadcast, but that is resonating with me so um, predominantly now because even where law enforcement is unwilling to <laughs> provide any real, the very thing you, 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 were, you grew up under the impression that they were even around for, even if they fail to provide it, um, the, there's a protective energy about the King of Cups. Even with the nine of cups in the overall position, there's a protection in caring for yourself. There's a protection in respecting and loving yourself. There's a protection in being inwardly happy and needing nothing external. If things are externally thrown off and crazy and jacked <laughs> that does not eliminate or take away our ability to love ourselves. That's what I was saying earlier. That doesn't, that doesn't, nothing can stop us from respecting and loving ourselves and caring for ourselves and taking out time for ourselves and focusing on our inner happiness. Nothing can disturb that um, unless we allow it. The King of Cups is also fair, okay? Uh, there's a balance in that in that word fairness, and I already told y'all that the King of Cups is emotionally balanced. So that that that's if you're needing a sense of justice in your life, you're going to be the one in this particular area of moon season to provide it for yourself. I love that about the fact that this is in the readings for Aries moon season, which Aries is governed self. And we get self-love and self-respect and self-care in the overall nine of cups card. And that and and then that lends itself to the king of cups card right beneath it in the present position saying right now we have access to any air, any area of our life that that we feel hasn't been fair or isn't fair we get to be the ones to exact that justice from a cup standpoint from an emotional standpoint it's difficult I, it can be difficult i know I happen to be in having a personal water season, so, you know, me being emotional, I've had to tell people that throughout my life. Like, I'm not, I'm not crying because I'm sad. I'm not crying. I can't, I'm a passionate person. If I cry, it just means I'm feeling it. I'm really feeling it from deep down on my inside parts, okay? So... This King of Cups happens to be a Scorpio card. I've got a, a Venus in Scorpio. So once again, I just, that's how my, the way my Venus is set up, <laughs> the way my love nature is set up, it, I feel stuff real intensely and extremely and powerfully. But that, that, that's definitely, ask any Scorpio, <laughs> Scorpio moon, Scorpio sun, Scorpio, well, a little, to a little less degree, Scorpio rising. But, you know, Venus and Scorpio, come on, Mars and Scorpio, we just, we're passionate like that. 
So if there happens to be a water sign, it may come out through our emotions. That's what cups and water denotes, all right? But make no mistake, we are being given access to, as a reminder, in the present position of this King of Cups card, who, who is calm. The King of Cups is calm. And the King of Cups is wise. And the King of Cups is diplomatic. And I already told y'all he's emotionally balanced. The King of Cups is also creative. So these emotions, I was uh, I had pulled a spread for somebody earlier in the week, and, and a Cups card came up. Um, it was the Five of Cups. Really strong emotions. Really, really intense emotions. And the King of Cups would know this. You got to go through the five to get to the king. And the king of cups would know that you take the strong emotions when they come up and you do something productive and constructive with them, especially here in this Aries, Mars ruled Aries new moon season. Because Mars, they ready to go. Y'all hear me say that about the Mars and Aries energy all the time. Stay ready to go. Stay ready for a fight. You know, stay ready to be on the front lines bravely and courageously ready to fight for whatever, you know, they think is necessary to fight for at the time. So keep in mind that amidst this very fiery Mars world energy season that we're going through, that we're being encouraged in this present part to be calm, be wise, and get creative. Use this influx of emotional energy and passion to be creative, um, wand energy, which Aries would be. The other two cards in the spread, why don't I just do the spoiler alert now? Uh, the past and the future position card are both literally Aries cards, literally. Uh, Spirit, do not be playing with me when I pull these spreads at all. For Aries moon season, I get two Aries cards. It ain't that many in the deck. And so we're definitely being encouraged to take these strong emotions, take these passions, and get creative with them. And don't tell, and don't, and don't uh, let your. I said this earlier in the week. Don't to somebody. Don't let your right hand know what the left hand is doing. The King of Cups is secretive. I already told y'all the King of Cups is protective. This is a protective energy. This Scorpio. Uh, this is the Scorpio card. So there's a secretiveness to it too. You ain't got to tell everybody what's going on on your inside parts and your emotions and what the plan is, what, what actions you plan to take. Um, not right now. This, this is even this strong Neptunian Pisces energy that I've been describing since the beginning of the, of the show is an energy that denotes something hidden. We got Pisces in the overall card. So it's something hidden. It's something in the background. So... Um, I mean, stay on the highest vibration of that. This could easily be talking about overindulging and overdoing something and being secretive about something that you don't want people to know about for nefarious reasons. So obviously I'm not talking about that. But if it, if it has to do with self, this is it once again. Remember, Aries is a sign of self, and this is the season that we're reading for t- tonight. And so as it relates to you, to self, me, myself, I, 
that's not necessarily to be, even if you're in the in the context of a relationship. You know, I'm not saying keep secrets. I'm saying hold what you got until you're until you're at this King of Cups point, and you're you're balanced. Okay, just like when I was talking to the officer earlier, I'm not angry. I'm not belligerent. I'm. I have an issue <laughs> that I was under the impression that officers helped with, <laughs> and so that it, I, it's not just a fake keeping your composure with this king of cups, where you're really bubbling, boiling underneath the surface. Um, it, it's actually processing through the me time and the self care and the self respect and the self love and the emotional maturity. Okay, Jupiter in Pisces with this Nine of Cups card. Jupiter sees the bigger picture. It's through the emotional maturity that comes from seeing the bigger picture, knowing that, you know what, this ain't even worth it. This is, we're still in the first season of the new astrological year. We got a whole another 11 signs to go through. So don't basically... Screw up at this point on on something that you're not willing to deal with the consequences of. That's where the emotional maturity comes in. Be very protective of self right now. King of Cups, protective. Be very protective of yourself right now. Don't let no one. That's why I keep it keeps coming through. Let no one. No one can take away your self respect. <laughs> well, that's all self. Only you can do that. Respect yourself, and it'll trickle out as respect to other people, whether they deserve it or not. Rise above. The King of Cups would rise above any emotional foolishness, any bait, any baiting, any opportunities where you're potentially being baited into over, once again, Jupiter. Venus opposite Jupiter, this Jupiter and Pisces part, anything, any opportunity where you could potentially be being baited into going overboard or doing too much or, or stepping outside of yourself, don't allow it. Don't allow it. They remain calm. Endeavor throughout this Aries moon season to remain calm, to remain diplomatic, to remain fair. The, the justice will be exacted because you rise above it and are emotionally mature and fulfilled and satisfied enough to know that nothing low vibrational is worth dragging you down with it. This is the card of the priest and the priestess, okay? And a card of of being reserved, actually. This is a, a card of being, it shows you being emotionally reserved. You're reserving your good emotions for this wish fulfillment and this triumph, then you can let it out. When you have uh, prevailed through the, the adversity and the challenges, Aries is an energy that takes on a challenge. That's why I say they stay on the front lines. They stay ready to go. They stay ready for a fight. They stay ready for whatever. They're, they're char- Aries are char- the Aries energy characterizes bravery and courage. So 
that's what's going to get us through. That's what's going to motivate us in this Aries new moon season, still for the next few weeks now. Self love. These cups is the love. This that's why the nine of cups in the overall position is the self love card. That's what's going to see us through. I love myself too much to to allow you to get me out of pocket. To allow you to get me out of character. Mars is the energy. If you vibe and low, if you got some pent up frustrations uh, and you're not uh, king of cups and yet you're not balanced in your emotions, like we're being encouraged to do right now, if you're not balancing your emotions, yeah, you'll you'll harbor some old pent up, um, you know, emotions and a whole lot of them. This Jupiter energy is real prominent. We got Jupiter in the overall card. We got Jupiter in the astrology for the Aries and Moon season. It can boil over. It can go overboard. It can expand. It can (laughs) advance. Okay, and so once again, I'm being given a strong message to encourage you guys um, not to hold it in. I'm not saying hold it in. You're you're likely not going to be successful in an Aries new moon season, holding your energy in, holding your sexual energy in. If you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling angry, if you're feeling impassioned about something, you you got to do something with that or it'll implode on you. You'll implode from the inside out. You'll bust out on somebody and get yourself caught up and messed up. The reverse of the King of Cups is a sinking energy. Like, literally, you're sinking. (laughs) You're, You're drowning in these cups because you are not handling, you're not, uh, expressing healthily, productively. When I look at low vibrational Mars showing up, I, I mention to people, okay, we need a productive and constructive outlet. That's why you see guys a lot of the times they're, do, they're doing the lifting the weights and they're doing the cardio. You know, they got to let the, it's sexual energy. If you're not having high vibrational sex with somebody right now, <laughs> if you're not on a consistent workout routine or some uh, have an active, I'll put it like this, have a, live an active lifestyle, then that energy is going to build up. It's going to get pent up. That five of wands kept trying to pop out. I'm doing the uh, cards for all the signs. And if that five of wands tried to pop out for a couple of y'all. As a matter of fact, I'm going to mention it right now. How about that? It, I just feel led to it. Gemini, and it was two air signs. That's what I remember. It was Gemini. That was one of them. And God dog it, I'll have to, it'll come back up later. But that five of wands talks about pent up energy. Let it out. Don't let it out on nobody's head. Don't let it out on nobody's <laughs> face. But let it out in healthy way. Okay, it just popped out on one of them on Gemini. Let it out. And Gemini, y'all got the Ten of Swords. So I don't want to jump ahead. I don't want to jump ahead. Okay. Um, Before, I I do want to mention these other two cards. I've already mentioned the overall card, the Nine of Cups, and the present card, the King of Cups. 
Let me mention these other two cards, and I see that one of the callers on the line has raised their hand. I do see you call from the 780, and I will get to you right away. Let me just mention these other two cards. They are Aries cards. What The past card, the energy that we're bringing into this Aries moon season is actually the sun in Aries card. So that's another hint as to what we're supposed to be doing and how we're supposed to be directing any pent-up energy we may be having, wands. Like I said, that five of wands tried to pop out. Here's the three of wands that actually did come out. We got the two of wands in the future position. What that add up to, them same five wands that kept trying to come out. But the three of wands that we're bringing into uh, the season with us, it it actually is – a pretty great card. It's a yes card, and it, that's why I'm feeling really hopeful. Even when I was describing the Nine of Cups and the King of Cups, I wasn't really getting the lower vibrations. I'm not saying of of the energy. I'm not saying that nobody out here is you know not dealing quite well with the influx of energy that an Aries, Margin, fiery ruled season w- would likely bring. But whoever it is impacting that way, they're probably not listening to this broadcast. So the three of wands shows up as this growth and this exploration and that same Jupiterian energy I was talking about before of seeing the big picture. This three of wands is the card of seeing the big picture. You see the guy, he's looking out. He's looking into look for what looks like a crystal ball, you know. So there's this energy of exploration and I think, especially with, I feel, and since, especially with all these cups cards, even at the bottom of the deck, we got yet another cups card. That's three cups cards and two wands cards. And with all this cups energy, especially with the nine of cups in the overall position, Jupiter ruled like an overabundance of this cups energy, this energy of emotion and um, feelings and, the, and the, that level of intensity and in how we feel. Uh, I, I believe we're being encouraged throughout this season to explore it. Like we have what it takes to bravely Aries, boldly Aries, courageously Aries, stay on the front line. Aries at the front of the line. They not standing behind nobody like, ooh, let me see what happened to them first and then I'll make a move. No, they on the front line, baby, wreck to go. Ready, just like this sun and Aries three of wands card suggests, ready to explore, ready to grow. Not only ready to go, but ready to grow. Uh, uh, This is a card of leadership, which points right back, just like the Aries energy of this card and the sun energy of this card suggests, along with that nine of cups in the overall position, self, leadership, I. Me, look, when I mention to y'all that it's a time and season for everything, we're in Aries new moon season. So it literally is the season of self. It's the season of me. It's the season of I. So don't feel bad. I know that, that can be a touchy subject for some people. They're so used to concerning themselves with others, 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 children, spouse, partner, parents relative, job, and it really is a, it's a courageous and brave thing for them to put energy into 
themselves and prioritizing themselves. And this three of wands shows us being successful at doing that, potentially being successful at doing that, especially to the degree that we do continue to see the big picture. Just like this card suggests that we do continue to look to the future. If you get stuck, just like what I mentioned to y'all about what's going on with me currently, if we get stuck in where we are now, we won't. We, 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 if we only focus on where we are now, we will get stuck. Just like this card suggests, and what will benefit us, what we brought into this season with us, so we already have access to it. This is not the future card. It's nothing we're waiting to, to see manifest or materialize. This is what we already have access to. Believing in ourselves. Speaking of self, this is the part of self-belief. We believe in ourselves. We believe in our dream. We believe in our future. We believe in uh, the decisions that we're making. This is the part of being happy with the decision that you've made. Whatever uh, you came into this season on, as it relates to decisions in relationships, decisions in, in your home, decisions with career. Spirit is saying with this card, you made the right decision. Be happy. You don't, you don't have to waver between, well, did I, did I make the right decision? And should I have done something else? And this card is showing up in the past position to say, you made the right decision. Now, you, we're still, just like the title of the show suggests, we're yet continuing to wrap up cycles. We're yet still contending with Neptunian, Piscean, uh, Chironic energy that suggests cycles are still being processed through. We're still processing through cycles. So, we, you know, th- that's where the doubt could be coming from. Did I make the right decision? Am I doing the right thing? Am I going in the right direction? Should I have done this, that, or the third? That's probably where that's coming from because we still have this link, this attachment, this uh, uh, direct contact with cycles from the past, cycles that we're wrapping up, okay? You, when you're at the beginning of something, like Aries is the first sign, it's the beginning of the new astrological year, the beginning of the zodiac, guess what is right next to Pisces? So when you're in the beginning of something, you're never going to be as close to the ending as you are right then because the ending just wrapped up. Or like I'm channeling a message right now to suggest that they're still wrapping up. So it's still going to feel like, am I in the the new beginning yet? (laughs) Wait, I'm still feeling this ending energy. So I just want to confirm that for you guys. Like I mentioned, the future card is the two of wands. The three of wands is the sun in Aries card. The two of wands is the Mars in Aries card, even more Aries, Martian energy in our future. So we better figure it out. <laughs> the the emotional, uh, the, the strong emotions, the strong energy, the passionate energy that I've been describing with these cups card, nine of cups, king of cups, seven of cups at the bottom of the deck, um, we're headed towards even more with this two of wands uh, card. But the two of wands, more of this cyclical energy, that as one door closes, come on, y'all, that another one is opening. As we are 
which corroborates what I was just saying about the ending being that close to the beginning that you get kind of confused, like, am I freaking in the beginning yet? So this two of wands in our future position is definitely showing us mastering. That's why we're the king of cups in the present position. Because in the two of wands in the future position, we are the master. We've mastered whatever situation has been challenging our inner happiness. Whatever situation has been challenging our satisfaction and fulfillment, we have the potential to master it. That's what the Two of Wands shows up to. to but this is the card of the that 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 describes the Lord of Dominion. Whatever is going on in your life, you have through self love, through self respect, through self care, through continuing to focus on the dream life, the good life, inner happiness your worthiness, the fact that you are worth it, you're worth being emotionally fulfilled. We are worth it. We are worth being emotionally satisfied. We are worthy to be emotionally balanced and creative and calm and wise and diplomatic and caring. And that's why the two of wands in our future, if we continue to know that through any challenge of this season, that Aries automatically attracts that we would show up in the future as the Lord of Dominion, dominating in every area of our life, not just because it came and fell in our lap, but because we stood up in our King of Cupness, knowing that we were worth it, and we commanded it, we attracted it, based on that knowing, based on that being reserved and being the priests and priestesses of our own lives and being creative, you know, uh, with these strong, deep emotions that we've been accessing. And in so doing that, we have actual uh, even more balance and power showing up through us by way of us mastering things, okay? The motto for this card, the affirmation for this Two of Wands card in our future position is, my will, what I will and won't do, flows effortlessly in perfect acts of creation. There's that creative energy again that's coming up out of that King of Cups card in our future position. Get creative, y'all. Okay, if what you've been doing for the last few cycles or throughout the last cycle from Aries to Pisces last year is no longer working, well, we're in a new season. That's probably why it's not working anymore. It's not going to work no more. We got to get creative. We got to think outside the box. I just told y'all when we were going over the astrology that the new moon in Aries was in direct alignment to Uranus, the energy of change and breakthrough and, and sudden reversals and and, and shock, shock your own self by doing something different. I'm going to do that. I'm getting up and doing that first thing tomorrow rising. I'm about to shock everybody in the room, <laughs> including myself, because I'm not going to stop until my change comes. I'm not going to stop until my breakthrough comes. I'm not going to stop until I see my big picture, my dream life, my good life manifested in my life. 
And so this two of, of, of wands in our future position shows us all to the degree that we want to tap into it, being bold. I told you it's the Mars and Aries card, being bold, being original, thinking outside the box, just like this Uranus energy suggests that we're dealing with this um, Aries and Moon season. Uh, this this is the, also the card of physical decisions, physical decisions and sudden departures. If you got, if you got to make a path, this is the card of personal power and the ability to master a situation and not doing it out of low vibrational imp- impatience and and uh, impulsiveness, low vibrational Aries keywords. No, we're the king of cups, so we're calm. <laughs> and we're wise, and we're fair, and we're balanced, and we're diplomatic, and we're being creative and reserved. This is also, the King of Cups, by the way, is also a card of someone helpful. Spirit wants you to know, wants us to know, that if we need help, it's sitting right up under this wish card, if we need help towards our dream life, our good life, towards being satisfied and feeling triumphant, being triumphant, then help is here. They always say when, you always hear people say when they talk about help, if you need help, just ask. And that closed mouths don't get fed. Um, so that that's definitely uh, the king of, uh, of cups is somebody helpful, and they happen to be uh, uh, this is the energy of a consultant and someone who gives good advice. So that could lend itself towards your wish fulfillment if you are bold enough, thing as well for people. But, well, it's, it's this strong Aries energy, me, self, I can do it by myself, I can handle it, I can get through it. And, you know, if you're feeling frustrated, once again, that five of wands energy, pent up energy, you're feeling frustrated, you're not expressing it, you're not letting it out, you're not having high vibrational sex, you're not living an active lifestyle and you're getting that adrenaline out and that energy out then, yes, you may need to ask for help. That's what is showing up in the cards. Um, anything else about this Two of Wands before I take a call? This is also the card of friendship. So, once again, this energy of the King of Cups, a helpful energy, this energy of the Two of Wands, a friendship energy, it really could show a friend, someone really being helpful to to you, so even though this is the airy season and just self, 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 if you need help and ask for it, help is here. Uh, it could be through a friend, um, a friend helping you make a sudden departure, um, help you with this, a physical decision. Um, this happens to be the card of traveling overseas, FYI. Um, but, yeah, it could be a friend helping out. Um, the Seven of Cups is at the bottom of the deck, so once again, keep the keep the this, this wishful thinking. Keep keep your keep those wishes in mind, the dream life in mind. What makes you satisfied? Once again, if you're feeling stuck in a situation, that means you're not using this Three of Wands that we're coming into the season with. You're not looking at the bigger picture if you're feeling stuck because you can't look in toward the future. You can't see the bigger picture of a situation and feel this is the very opposite of what this means. This the three of wands is the card of foresight. You can see something in advance. You can see that your situation is actually going to improve and get better. You can see in it before it even happens that, yeah, 
you're getting closer with each passing day that you show up as the king of cups to the fulfillment and satisfaction of your dream life. And so the seven of cups at the bottom of the deck is just reminding you even more so. It's like self with every card, you know, self-belief with the three of wands, self-respect and self-love with the nine of cups. And even here with the seven of cups, we have knowing thyself and thy emotional needs. You may need assistance in whatever form that comes in, a counselor, a consultant. Uh, uh, I don't see any pinnacles cards in this main spread, but it could be financial. It could be any area of your life that you need help in, and the Seven of Cups is showing us knowing ourselves enough to know what those needs are and what at least the next step to take in getting those needs met and fulfilled so we can be Nine of Cups satisfied having our wish fulfilled. The Seven of Cups also reminds us that we have options, Okay, once again, this message keeps coming out. We are not stuck, my precious, powerful, priceless babies. I'm not stuck and y'all not stuck. We have options, and this is also an energy of dissipation and withdrawing. So if there's something that's been really contentious, really frustrating, this energy, this pent-up energy that I've been mentioning and channeling, even though the five of wands is not here, we have the three and the two, hell, that's five of wands for me. Um, Even though the energy may be strong, it's strong because we're giving our attention to it. And trust me, y'all, I know, even in my situation, it's been so invasive, even when I do things to withdraw my energy from what is going on, it almost begs my attention to focus back on it because it's so in my face. So I do well understand and understand and overstand that when I suggest a message that the Seven of Cups is encouraging us to withdraw our energy to the degree that we withdraw our energy, it dissipates. It goes. It goes away for the most part. Um, attention, where attention goes, that's where the energy flows. And so this seven of cups is you got so many goddamn options of what to focus on. Do your best throughout this Aries and Moon season. You think of low vibrational Aries and you think of fighting and arguing and accidents and violence and all that stuff. And and me, even within the context of these cards already, suggesting to you that you won't don't let anybody take you out of your self-respect and your self-love and your self-care to even drag you into some low vibrational energy like that. And the Seven of Cups at the bottom of the deck is is really showing us how to do that, um, withdrawing our energy, knowing ourselves and what we need emotionally, searching our soul. This is the card of soul searching. Uh, and, and prioritizing. This is also because there's so many options, prioritize, okay? This, you can go, and I'm thinking of my situation when I say this because I see through my situation how it's not so cut and dry all the time. Like, okay, prioritize the many options, and especially when things are begging your attention that you're a putting every effort you can into withdrawing your energy and attention from.
prioritizing throughout the options of what you could be focusing on. Keep whatever is in that dream life, the good life, emotional satisfaction to you because you're worth it and deserve it. Nine of Cups is also the card of rewards. Keep that somewhere in the top two. (laughs) That will help. That will help. Once again, this three of wands suggesting that we're looking to the future, that we're seeing the big picture. Even though it's not something you can necessarily reach out, taste, touch, where the sun just moved into Taurus. So what our five senses, what, you know, our five senses is like being focused on right now, what we can see, taste, touch, feel here. Even if you can't feel that, keep it in your, somewhere in the top of your priorities so you can, so you can keep that access to it. it I'm, my home life, my red, where I live, it's just, it's a ball of chaos right now. It's just dramatic and ridiculous and unnecessary. It is by the grace of God, God is absolute, that I am on the air broadcasting tonight. It really is. And so what's helping, one of the things that's been helping me, my dream life, in, in my dream life, obviously, I'm not dealing with this crazy bull. <laughs> and so I keep a real intimate relationship with what that looks like and feels like and tastes like and sounds like every day. Every day. I'm looking at where else I could be living and, you know, oh, my gosh, and I would have this and this, that, third. And I'm literally looking at places, and when I'm out and about and I pass places, I'm like, oh, God, what? I wonder what what about me living there and this, that, and the third. So that's what I mean when I say keep it close, keep it top priority because that's going to help you. Three of ones, looking to looking out into the future, seeing the bigger picture. I'm not always going to be living here. This is temporary. This doesn't is not going to last forever. I am not stuck, even though at times I feel that way. I am not stuck. Things could change tomorrow. This this new moon in Aries in alignment with Uranus, it could be a sudden change tomorrow. The two of wands in the future position, a sudden departure. I could leave this place tomorrow and be in a better in in a better uh have one of the better options of where to live. So that's one way with these options and and, the, and prioritizing it. And the other way is even if it's in your face and you can't not, like I say, it's begging your attention, you know, it just won't go away, then um, don't give it so much power. The two of wands in our future position is the card of personal power, and the seven of cups at the bottom of the deck is encouraging us to withdraw so the energy can dissipate. This is the card of dissipation. Removing our energy, our attention and energy from a thing, or, and, and then um, even changing the way we look at it. You know, this is growing us. I, I, I started out the show, the three of wands in our uh, past position. That's the energy we brought with us into Aries season. We got access to that right now. This is growing us. Whatever, whatever challenges we're facing, it's growing us right now. It's positioning us right now in this King of Cups energy to be even more priestly than we than we have been in our past cycles that are wrapping up. So 
The Seven of Cups is also the card of this unreliable, fickle energy. So that's why I, I'm really encouraging y'all to keep in mind it's, it's not going to last. It's not going to last. Mer- Mercury's going to be out of the retrograde zone on May 3rd in new territory. At, take it from somebody who, whose whole chart is ruled by Mercury. That's go- it's going to feel a bit different after May 3rd than it does right now. Mercury just stationed direct the, uh, right before the new moon in Aries. So this we're still feeling a little bit. We're still Mercury's still going through old territory. That's why I don't feel all the way new yet. But but it's already. With not only have uh, is it a new season being spring season, we've already gone through the first season of spring Aries, and as of yesterday, we're in Taurus. And if it's so, it, we're two seasons into the new astrological year. And it's not necessarily feeling new yet. This is why we came into the new season in a Mercury retrograde. We're not gonna get out the zone till May third, and that's why in our Mercury retrograde spread, we're being encouraged to wait. Seven of Pentacles. We still waiting. So don't give up while you wait. Believe in yourself we're being encouraged while we wait. Don't stop believing in yourself because Mercury ain't out the zone yet. Believe in your personal power while you wait. Don't give up on yourself. We are powerful. We may not can keep Mercury from going retrograde, but that gummit, we can do anything else. And we can do it based on our ability to remain emotionally balanced, in this season especially, we're going to do it by remaining emotionally balanced, emotionally mature, protecting our energy, our good energy. Nobody is worth you getting down in the gutter and your belly slithering around with them. We're going to beat the two of wands in our future position shows us mastering this, the ability to master a situation. What situation? Your situation. <laughs> any situation. Our will flows effortlessly in perfect acts of creation. We are creative. We are bold. We are powerful. We are original. We are balanced. We are fair. We are f- fulfilled. We are satisfied. We are triumphant. That's the overall card, my babies. Triumph. We win. I've been wanting to say this that the whole time, but I was like, no, we don't have no win card. But, yeah, I forgot. The not, our overall card is the card of being triumphant and getting our rewards, getting what we deserve because we worked it. We stood our ground. We stood strong. We stayed calm. We, we, we remained wise. We remained fair and diplomatic, and so we get what we deserve. Okay. Call us from the 780. I'm checking in with you now. Peace. You're live and on the air with your world healer. Yeah, thank you much for taking my call. No problem. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking to tonight? It's uh, Jay calling from Canada. I'm an oh, Aries. Cool. I listen to this. Of course you are, Jay. I always get um, callers in the sign of whatever sign I have to be talking about. So we're talking about the Aries New Moon season tonight, 
and I'm just happy to talk to you. What do you want to add to the show or ask? Well, I just wondered, uh, how long does the retrograde ended last week, but how long does it actually last, mm-hmm. like, go into direct? Like, does it still uh, in retrograde right now, or is it getting out of it? It is still in the retrograde zone, so it's not into new territory yet, and it won't be until May 3rd. So if you're still feeling, and you're Aries, so all any Aries would likely, if I had, if I was a guessing person or if I was an astrologer, <laughs> um, I would I would predict that um, any Aries would definitely likely still be dealing with some the, some of the residual. Um, implications of what it means to have Mercury retrograde in your sign. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Until May, after May 3rd, you should definitely sense some relief, some relief, some uh, whatever objectives you've been wanting to move forward, um, that kind of freeing up and unlocking for you. That's been my observation in the past, and so... I think it's something that you will likely notice. Is there a pre-retrograde or uh, is there, like, if it goes into retrograde again, which is going to go this year sometime, is there a pre-retrograde too and how long does that last? Or how long are those days before there the real is, when it um, goes? Good question. There's a post, uh, the there's a before and after. So, yeah, pre and post. And for this particular season, the pre the the retrograde zone started on March the eighth at four degrees Aries, and mm. so um, it went all the way to sixteen degrees Aries uh, on March twenty second. That's when it stationed retrograde and started to go back towards that four degree mark, which it hit on the fifteenth, the day of the new moon. And then from the 15th of April, this past Sunday, through May 3rd, that's when it goes back to 16 degrees Aries. Once uh, we pass May the 3rd, it'll go on to finish out Aries, go into Taurus and all that. And as far as the next one is concerned, we we get a break. Um, You as an Aries, you likely, although the next retrograde is in Leo, which is... um, Easy, easily access to Aries because they're both fire signs. So you may sense, you know, fairly acutely some 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 of the retrograde energy then. But we don't enter that zone until July the seventh. So from May third to July the seventh, we get a bit of a reprieve. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's at 11 degrees. If you know, if you have anything between 11 and 23 degrees Aries, if that's where your sun happens to be, it's probably going to be very impactful there in July. Um, if you And 11 to 23 degrees in any area of your chart that is easily accessible by this um, Leo energy, then, yeah, you're probably going to sense it again. I'm Mercury ruled, so I'm right in there with you guys. I'm in the, every time Mercury does anything, like I'm acutely aware of it. Um, but it, I, I'm learning to appreciate, like even the challenging aspects, like squares and oppositions and conjunctions, in a very similar fashion. I'm learning to appreciate things like Mercury retrograde. Even with Mercury being my ruler, 
I'm a, I'm starting to appreciate over time the inward nature that a retrograde provides. It gives us an opportunity to go within and really examine and assess how we're dealing with frustrations and delays and um, electronic breakdowns and vehicle break meeting servicing and things like that. It, that's more of this three of wands energy that we're bringing into this airy season with us that really wants to grow us, that really wants mm-hmm. us to be. So this is a card of success. Like talk to any successful person and they'll tell you it's the, it's the, they failed their way to success. And it's the challenges that really, um, it's, it's the, the mistakes and, and doing it the wrong way that really put them on the path to where they ended up, you know, at the top of their field and in the forefront of, you know, whatever um, field they're in. So I'm learning. I'm, you know, you go through enough Mercury retrogrades, you live long enough, and you, you, you get to be one of these king of cups, you know, wiser, calmer about delays and retrogrades and things like that. So I think that's what I'm noticing happening. I'm so glad that I got to talk to you tonight, Jay. Thank you for calling in. If you'd like, I can, unless you have anything else, I could place you back on hold to listen to the rest of the show. Uh, no, no, it's all right. Uh, no need to pull a card, but uh, thanks so much for the information. Oh, no. It's great. No, I, I, I just said put you back on hold. I am drawing, I've already drawn cards for Aries, so if you can't stay on the line tonight, you can come back and take a listen. Um, I have a message specifically for Aries. So, yeah. No, I just said put you you back on hold. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye, Jay. All right. I might as well take another caller here. I see another hand went up while I was on the line with Jay. So, um, caller from 267, you are live and on the air with your world healer. Peace. Hi. My name is Donna. Um, I hi, just Donna. tuned into your hi. How are you? Um, I just um, um, started listening to your your show. Um, um, what do you do? You ask a question, or uh, if you have one, um, if someone presses one on the keypad, it shows me they've raised their hand, and I just assume you either have a question or just wanted to add a comment to the show tonight. Yeah, okay. I basically do, do have a question. Is it, you know, about okay. anything or? Okay. Um, um, do you need my my birth date? Okay. I, what I uh, that that's what you're asking. No, I I'm not doing. I don't do readings on the air. I don't do personal readings on the air. But I am about to go through all the twelve signs. And so, what what is your sun sign, Donna? Um, Taurus. My birthday is today. Oh, happy birthday. I was just about to say we just entered Taurus season. Happy, happy, happy solar return to you. Wow. Thank you. That's why this this witch card came out just for you. Did you make a wish today, Donna? (laughs) I kind of did, yes. (laughs) Okay. It's a beautiful time to do that. Um, You'll see... um, What's the, you know what, I'm going to give you a birthday present right now. I'm just going to skip right on to, if I can pull it up here, that'd be awesome. Yes, Uh, the card for Taurus is, yay, I was looking forward to doing the Taurus, um, obviously Taurus first, I'm supposed to do Aries first since I'm reading for Aries in the season, but 
we're getting all the Tauruses are getting a birthday treat just because of you, Donna. So, yeah, y'all are one of the ones I really was um, looking forward to uh, giving the reading for because the card that came up for you guys is the Ace of Pentacles. So new money. I was just that uh, we're um, brother Ampu, the head of myastrologycoach.com. Uh, uh, we're starting a 21-day challenge here coming up in a few days, and it's called the New Money Challenge. And that's what I think of when I think of this Ace of Pentacles card, at least for Aries New Moon season over the next few weeks. It, you guys as tourists have direct access to this new money energy, this Ace of Pentacles energy. And when I see the Ace of Pentacles, I, it really gets me excited because the very energy of tourists which is something you can see, taste, touch, hear, feel. It's something tangible. It's a, a Taurus is an earth sign. Pinnacles represents earth energy. So um, it, it's, and, and you're having the astrology Taurus is going through, through Aries New Moon season happens to be this 12th house energy, which is exactly the opposite of earth energy, something you can't um, see, taste, touch, or feel, but can only sense and perceive spiritually 12 houses Neptune, and it's something, it's, it's imperceptible on a material level. And so I'm encouraging you that uh, you said you just joined, so you didn't hear me talking about, I've been talking about this dream life, this dreamy energy, because the overall card for everybody during this Aries New Moon season is this Jupiter and Pisces Neptunian 12th house card. And so I'm encouraging you to keep your dream alive, your wish, this wish, this Jupiter and Pisces card. It's the wish fulfillment card. Keep your wishes for your new year ahead, for even your birthday season, because that's one thing I definitely love about when Sagittarius season comes around. I swear, the entire time the sun is in Sagittarius, I'm getting gifts, I'm getting phone calls. I feel like it's my birthday every day of that season. And so yeah. it's kind of like that where you, yes, yeah, for you to, you have a divine opportunity in this particular season right now to manifest physically and materially aspects of your dream life, of, of, of your spiritual life, um, things that uh, touch touch you in, in, in compassionate ways that, that that trigger your imagination. If you can dream it in this season, Donna, you can achieve it. Um, as a supporting card at the bottom of the deck for Taurus, I also got the Six of Swords. And so I love it. This is the card of relief and of an of an, uh, this escape energy, more of this 12th house energy, escapism is real strong in the 12th house. So this energy of being able to escape, being able to move on, the things calming down. This is the Six of Swords is a card of a vacation and support. My favorite thing about the Six of Swords card is the support. The, the Swords is, is the mental. That's why this is a card of mental relief. And so... Um, uh, and and even the I was given a message earlier about distancing. You know, if there's anything that it doesn't really remind you of your a, a wish or a dream fulfilled, um, pulling back. This six of swords is encouraging you to pull back and distance yourself from that, so that improve. This is a card of improvements and changes, so improvements and changes can come because they're here. Ace is new, fresh. Um, I was mentioning earlier that. 
This new moon in Aries is in direct alignment with Uranus. This the very energy that brings breakthroughs and changes and 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 fresh, refreshing new energy because of those changes. So um, the Ten of Cups was underneath the Ace of Pentacles. So that's even better. That's like this ultimate dream life card. I did that that that. Word, these words keep coming up, but that's just the messages that I'm getting. So thanks to you, Taurus got a surprise reading early in the show, in the broadcast. So um, thank you so much for calling in, Donna. I appreciate your adding to tonight's episode. <laughs> okay, I hope thank you. Have you. A birthday season. Yes, you're welcome. Happy, happiest of birthdays to you and your new year ahead. I'll put you back okay, on Okay, thank you. Like. Okay. Oh, awesome. how cool. How perfect is that? Y'all see how that happens. We had Aries caller, um, Jay, here talking about the Aries new moon season. And we got a Taurus caller with the sun just going into Taurus. That happens all the time, y'all. That's why I just, I keep going. Just like I'm, I'm encouraging you guys to rem- remember that you're not stuck. And that even though we're still in the retrograde zone and we got these seven of pentacles, you know, um, in the Mercury retrograde reading the last couple of broadcasts, um, that seven of pentacles doesn't mean nothing's happening and that nothing's coming. It just means, yeah, you still got to wait. We say It's not May 3rd yet. Mercury's still in the zone. Still got to wait for certain energies to unlock, especially certain energies that relate to Beginning, the Mercury retrograde was in Aries. Mercury is still in Aries now, today, in the retrograde zone. So as Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, the first sign of the the new astrological year, the first sign of the new spring season, then, yeah, anything that relates to beginnings, anything that relates to fresh new starts, Anything that relates to this, anything, any newness in our lives, yeah, it's going to um, still feel a little delayish. <laughs> but according to the spirit we're getting right now, that definitely does not mean stop and don't keep going. We've got too many cars that are talking about in this Aries Demon season saying, Staying in touch with your own personal power, staying in touch with you, yourself, self-respect, your self-love, your self-belief, your your ability to see the big picture, and knowing that success is inevitable for you, even if it's slow in coming, that is coming. Okay, so we got started with Taurus instead of Aries. Um, if I'm so inclined or led to, uh, I was Taurus would have been actually the next, the last one that I would have done today. And if I'm so inclined as I go through it, uh, if there's any additional messages, I'll mention them. But we got about half an hour left, and I want to be fair to the other signs. So let's get back on track and start out with Aries with some of these more uh, personal messages for the signs. Once again, I'm running a special between now and the 27th. Uh, for personal readings, if you want to delve into if what I say about your sign in general, uh, you know, it resonates and it confirms something and you want to go even deeper on a more personal level, 
Um, you can take advantage of the special through the 27th. Any gift, uh, you can click on the link in the description for Astro Love Gifts. Any um, Astro Love Gift donation of $30 or less, you can get up to 30 minutes of Astro Tarot. I will incorporate your personal astrology and your personal tarot pool for up to 30 minutes. Whatever questions you have, want to ask, we can tackle it. The cards and the stars are going to tell the whole story anyway, so whatever you got, it's going to be in there. If it's an Astro Love gift of above $30, then you will get an hour, like my mama's babies that I get to talk to every week. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to my mama's babies. Shout out to my to the listeners. Um, and shout out to my newest mama's baby. Um, teaching astrology is just so fun. I'm like creating tests and assessments. And like it's it's really going up over here, and we're just having a blast. I love teaching astrology through the lens of your own chart. There's no better way to learn astrology than to learn it from the context of your chart. You're going to be way more interested in the you know seven personal planets if you're looking at your natal chart to see where they are in your birth chart. Um, so. Thank you guys for staying connected. Thank you for entrusting me with the divine honor and privilege that it is to serve you. And let's just keep it going. Aries, you got in your uh, your card, if I don't say anything else, like a card that's on the bottom of the deck or anything else, you got the nine of swords. So, and and like I tell y'all, whatever card I pull, or that the sign, the, the the sign of the season that we're in, we're in an Aries new moon season. I pulled the nine of swords for Aries. Everybody needs to pay attention to this card and the message I'm about to deliver, because it's going to pertain to everybody. We're all in an Aries season, right? Aries new moon season right now. So this card is going to resonate on a certain level with all of us. But for for Aries and for all of us, this Nine of Swords is really showing up as more of what I what came out in the main spread. Even though we didn't get any Swords cards in the main spread, there was this uh, message kind of bleeding through of where we're putting our attention and our focus. This Nine of Swords card is a card of ruminating thoughts. You can sit up. You you see on the card the man sitting up in his bed. He's got these nine swords. They're they're obviously in the background. They're not nine swords literally going through him. But it shows him up late nights, ruminating thoughts. This is the card of worrying. This is the card of of coping alone, which in in and of itself isn't a bad thing. If you're in the bed alone, you don't have to be sitting up with your hand on your head worrying. at, at, the high, at one of the highest levels of this card, if, if, even if you are sitting up in your bed alone and, and you're not worrying, this is a card that says, I'm okay. You know, like I said, like I was saying about the main spread, Aries invites challenges. Aries is the, the soldier, <laughs> the warrior. They, they, they attract challenges, challenging energy. Uh, uh, adversarial energy, okay? So at the end of the day, this card says, I am okay. On a low vibration, this can be anxiety, those ruminating thoughts that I mentioned, uh, uh, feeling guilty. This is the card of anguish. 
And and a very strong suggestion with this card is to not engage with dirty energy. I just mentioned it to Donna. I mentioned it to you guys earlier. Uh, which card was that? That um, the dis uh, distancing yourself. Oh, the seven of cups. That's why it's because it's at the bottom of the deck. The seven of cups with withdrawing and dissipation and the fickleness and having options and the ability to prioritize and knowing our emotional needs. This nine of swords reminds us: don't engage with dirty energy. If if it's and when I say dirty energy, I mean low vibrational energy. You know what low vibrational energy is because it doesn't feel good. It, instead of you being able to say I'm okay, it feels like anguish, and it feels like anxiety, and it feels like worry, and it feels like guilt. This is the card of feeling like you're at a personal low. You know you didn't got you got sick. It's the illness card and the accident card. A lot of the low vibrational manifestations of Mars, which rules this area season. So Aries, uh, uh, directly toward Aries, and of course for everybody, um, endeavor to be, you're going to, you don't even have to endeavor to be okay. If you don't engage with dirty energy, anything that's making you feel these low vibrational aspects of this card, pull yourself away from it. Distance yourself from it. Withdraw your energy and attention from it, and then you will be okay. You will be able to say, I'm okay. The uh, affirmation for this card is that love, and, and I mentioned to another mama's baby earlier in the week, you can replace this with the word acceptance. That's how everything can end up being okay, y'all, is because you accept it, just like in my situation. Okay. I realize that it, I may feel stuck, but I'm not stuck. And I, I know that I'm not stuck, and it helps me to know that I'm not stuck by accepting what's going on right now. It's, and it helps you, it'll help you to accept it by the same encouragement of these cards down the center of the head. I respect myself too much. I love myself too much. I care about myself too much. I'm too worth my dream life. I'm too worth living the good life. I'm too worth having my wish fulfilled. I'm too worth my rewards and my and my triumph and my inner happiness to engage with low vibrational, dirty energy, rise above it, see the bigger picture, look out into the future, spread your wings. Three of Wands that we're bringing with us into this uh, season is a, a card of good fortune. So it may be slow still coming. It may be slow still revealing if it may be here. But it may be so revealing itself to us to the degree that we are vibrating high or low, and that's what this is the message for everybody. The card at the bottom of the deck for Aries is the Six of Cups. And so that's the, in, in that beautiful, y'all, you get this Nine of Swords card that's, you know, worry and anguish and anxiety and coping alone and feeling at a personal low. And then you get this Six of Cups that is such a healing energy. This is the card of healing, of simple joy, okay? It's a simple joy to love yourself because, trust me, if you don't love and respect and care for and prioritize yourself, 
you definitely won't have you won't have a cup, let alone six of them. The six of cups card is the card of contentment. And if you can at least be content, just like the high vibration of this nine of swords card says, you can at least be okay. You can at least dissolve. I didn't finish the affirmation. Love and acceptance dissolve cruelty, dissolve the challenges you're perceiving, dissolve any adversary that you feel like is you're up against. It dissolves that and it fills the world with beauty. That's the same reminder that's at the uh, uh, bottom of the deck in the main spread for everybody, the Seven of Cups, that dissipation, that withdrawing, that dissolving energy. And if you take your energy away from the BS that's going on around you externally and you refocus on your inner happiness and, and remaining calm and wise and fair and balanced and diplomatic and creative and, and asking for help if you need it, being bold and courageous to ask for help if you need it, and, and it will replace that cruelty, those challenges, the adversarial energy with beauty. That's the power of accepting where you are, loving yourself right where you are, Aries, and uh, receiving the healing gifts that come inwardly first, and it'll trickle out beyond that. You'll see it reflected externally beyond that, but, yeah, it'll, it'll happen inwardly first, Aries, where you'll feel the contentment. And this is a card of childhood. It may bring familiar feelings to you from when you were a child or to your inner child um, that feels, you know, real familiar, like, oh, wow, I haven't felt like this in a long time, you know. That's the gift that you get when you dissolve any adversarial or challenging energy with self-respect, with self-love with one. This Six of Cups is the card of warm interest and tender love and care for your own self, for you. This is Aries New Moon season. Self, you are Aries, the sign of self. Six of Cups is also a sudden wave of good luck. You don't know what you're unlocking to, what wave of good luck you're unlocking to, to flow towards you as you dissolve cruelty with self-love, self-acceptance. This is the card. Six of Cups is the card of goodwill. You know, you don't have this. If somebody's, at, at, uh, you know, showing themselves to be your adversary, challenging you, you don't have to wish anything bad on them. You, you keep, you've got to keep yourself in a high vibration, and you can't do that if you're focused on getting back at somebody, going toe-to-toe and head-to-head with somebody because you want them to feel how you're, they're making you feel. That's that's not the King of Cups, my precious, powerful Aries. You got this Six of Cups, but we all got this King of Cups in the present position, and he's not petty like that. He's not trying to go toe-to-toe, head-to-head, or get anybody back. He's too busy being wise. He's too busy being reserved and a priest. He's too busy being emotionally balanced, Okay. So I don't want to linger, but that that's a message for all of us, and it fits so well within the main spread that I know that that's definitely the case. Cancer, y'all know the order I go in is the order of importance. 
not that the not that y'all aren't important, but at energetic importance. This uh, season is happening in Aries, so yeah, I'm gonna do Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn next because y'all are the other cardinal signs along with Aries who are being impacted the most in this season, okay? Wherever Aries, Cancer, Libra, or Capricorn is in your chart, listen up, Cancer. Um, for y'all, the the focus of what I'm going to mention to you guys about the cards for Aries, it could be in any area of your life. This is uh, your season, what, whatever area in your life that it's going on in Aries, it's going to be impacting you for a year to come, Okay. Um, I'll be saying that same thing to Taurus here next month. Cancer, for you, the the focus is in your career. Um, right now, the focus is in your public responsibility, your public life, your status, your reputation in society. Um, you, if you're a parent, um, the focus is there for you, Cancer, in this Aries New Moon season, and uh, regarding your parents. It would be it could be a focus there. The card that you guys got is the Four of Swords, uh, like your cardinal brothers and Aries brothers and sisters. Y'all got swords. They got nine of them, and y'all got four. So the message for you, Cancer, is more along the lines of, especially as it relates to this public your public life, is 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 this Four of Swords energy of resting and taking a time out. Um, When you're having a 10th house season or transit like you are right now, Cancer, that can talk about, you know, a a sense of the spotlight being on you guys, not in the first house sense like Aries is experiencing right now where the energy is hyper-focused on them, Uh, but in the sense that you really can't hide (laughs) right now, which is interesting that you got this Four of Swords card. Um, when you're having a 10th house transit, that's the that's the highest part of the chart. In the circle wheel, the 10th house is the top. That's the most visible portion of the chart as opposed to the very bottom in the 4th house with cancer, the energy that you guys rule, which is the most private, the most in the bowel, in the bottom of the chart, Okay. Um, you're the inside of you that nobody can see where your where your feelings are. Cancer is I feel, so that's where your feelings are. That that is private, as opposed to um, tenth house in this uh, area ruled by Capricorn. So the four of swords is saying the best thing, one of the best things for you to do right now is absolutely to prioritize. And to, once again, with this being an Aries New Moon season and this Nine of Cups card in the overall position for everybody, prioritizing yourself. The Four of Swords is is where you go into your sanctuary. Okay, y'all know this well, Cancer. I don't have to tell y'all to go into your protective shell, your inner place, but that's what this Four of Swords suggests. It's actually a Jupiter and Libra card, but I get all kind of cancer vibes every time I, I look at this card. The time out, the meditation, the intensive care. That's what I, when I talk to people about this card, intensive care, if you're in the ICU in a hospital, are you returning texts and phone calls and running errands? No. All of your energy 
is going into getting the heck up out of ICU. And when you're in ICU, you can't do a dadgum thing for yourself. You're being tended to. And so there is definitely some more spiritual support in this card, similar to what I mentioned to Donna um, about the tor- all the Tauruses, um, that, that there's a lot of mental support in this card. And like the Six of Swords, this Four of Swords is definitely talking about mental energy. And so you're, if you, the thing is, what do you, what did y'all get on the bottom of the deck? Page of Pentacles? Yeah. The thing is, Cancer, is you're needing to be, you're being called to be really practical, and that's a real practical thing to do if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling challenged, if you're feeling uh, stuck, if you're feeling like you're, you're not really able to move forward right now, the most practical thing you can do is to be quiet with this card, to rest, and while you're being quiet, preparing you know, um, granted, you're not doing a whole lot of correspondence in the ICU, but on a very practical level, you're not doing too much. Like I mentioned about the astrology of this Aries moon season, the Venus opposition to Jupiter and the potential there to go overboard, Jupiter sextile to Pluto. Um, there's a strong potential right now for all of us to do too much. <laughs> you, you ever heard somebody say, you're doing too much, sat down. That's what this four, four swords is showing up to say. It's the Jupiter, do, once again, Jupiter energy, do, and Jupiter and Libra, four swords. If you're doing too much, and you know you are, you're saying sit down, take a time out, and receive, and receive, and receive. This is a card of spiritual support. There is support for you, but if you are... If you're doing too much, you might miss it. You might not see it. The page of pinnacles is at the bottom of the deck for you is a card of patience. And, you know, um, Cancer, you're a cardinal sign. In a similar fashion to Aries, I always say stays ready to go, ready for anything, on the front lines, ready to, you know, bust through the doors. You're you're a cardinal sign as well, Cancer. So so there's this uh, initiatory energy that y'all naturally vibe with as well. So to to have this page of Pentacles at the bottom of the deck suggesting patience, to have this four of swords as y'all's main card suggesting taking a time out and and resting, quietly preparing, contemplating. The four of swords can be a card of feeling like you're at your a personal low. And you're dealing with it. It's not real bad. Like this is a card of small worries or small problems, okay, that can be solved or alleviated if you just sat down, <laughs> if you just go into your sanctuary, if you just meditate. This is a card of informative dreams. Pay attention to your dreams during this season, Cancer, uh, because there could be some information. The sword is the mind and the mouth, communication. There could be some information in your dreams. That, that, that does support you spiritually, that does energetically support you, that does help you come to terms, that does help you regroup, that does help you to prepare, okay? And the page of uh, Pentacles at the bottom is just encouraging you to, to, to remain practical and realistic um, and patient, like I already mentioned, and diligent. And diligent. That's why I say it may be difficult for y'all with this natural initiatory energy that you have to 
fat and hound somewhere, in a sense, you know, obviously not literally, maybe, I don't know. But the effort that you put towards that, especially if it doesn't tend to come naturally to you, the Page of Pentacles suggests that that effort is going to bring rewards, that your diligence in that is going to bring rewards. Page of Pentacles is the card of rising and taking charge, and that may sound juxtaposed to setting down, but once again, if that doesn't come naturally to you, to take a time out, take time for yourself, take time to regroup, take time to receive the support that you need, just like the King of Cups in the present position for everybody, and I was suggesting that if you need help, don't hesitate in this season to reach out and ask for it, because the support is here for you, Cancer, okay? Libra, Libra, for you guys, y'all are having a seventh house season in the air since Aries is your direct opposite. That's your natural partner. You're having a season in the area of space that rules partnership. It does not have to be an energy that is external to you. When I think of this area of space as well, I think of other alternate parts of ourselves as well, okay? Your higher self, your other self, your lower self, your shadow self, all of that, all of yourselves, okay, Libra? For you guys, I got the king, uh, king, well, yeah, at the bottom of the deck, but your main card is the ten of cups, Okay. So that's beautiful. That's powerful. I know that y'all love to hear that. Uh, This card came up um, earlier when I was talking, and this is that perpetual success. The 10 is the ending. It's the last numeric card before you get into the court cards, the cards that represent people. It's the ending, but that zero, that one, the zero right by the one, that represents inherent in the ending, just like I was referring to earlier, uh, Libra, when I was mentioning that the fact that we're in this Aries new moon season at all, you can't get any closer to that ending. You can't be any closer to the ending energy of Pisces than you are in Aries. They're right next to each other in, in, in the those these areas of space. Okay, as we move through the different signs, we're going to get further away from Pisces until we're at Virgo, the furthest away from Pisces. But but until that, it, these energies are blending, hence the title of the show. These, these cycles still wrapping up while we're entering new territory. Mercury is still being in the retrograde zone of Aries. Yes, we're, you know, it's direct now, but we're still trekking through old territory, okay? So... Um, so for you guys with the Ten of Cups, uh, the message, especially with all these other cups in the main spread, the Nine, the Wish card, the King, you know, the Seven, uh, for you guys to have the Ten, I really see you guys, and maybe because you have, you're having an Aries New Moon season, Libra, in the Libra house, the Seventh house. So you guys, similar to Aries, should be feeling yourself. If if it's slow coming, if it feels delayed or there's slow progress in this, I've already discussed with you uh, um, on this broadcast alone the numerous reasons why it could feel that way. But ultimately, there's these 10 cups here for you. 
So stay, continue to stay focused, Libra, and this is helping you with your relationship with others and your relationship with all these other parts of yourself is you staying focused on this success here in the Ten of Cups, this fulfillment here in the Ten of Cups, this good fortune that comes after difficulty in the Ten of Cups, okay? Um, uh, This card denotes the end of hostility, you know, Whatever you've been dealing with, is com- it's coming to an end and in its place. The, that's ending and what's beginning, what you're, what's opening up to you is that fulfillment, the long-term relationship. You're, it shows you glowing, you know, like, gosh, you've never looked sexier than you do right now after you've come through the fire and the storm and the rain and the hostility and the difficulty. It, it, it's looking good on you, girl. You're glowing, you know. Um, and at the bottom of the deck, to even corroborate that even more, you've got the King of Wands. So the King of Aries, this, this like I said, y'all in y'all's element, Aries and Libra in this Aries new moon season, y'all are in y'all, y'all have the potential. If you're not in your element and you're in an Aries or a Libra, get in on this special I got going on through the 27th because we can we it, it'll be a shit likely it'll be a shift in your emotions and your energy and what you're doing with your emotional energy that's going to be the turning point for you to where you begin to really uh, be able to enjoy these Ten Cups. You can't get no more cups than the Ten of Cups. This is the ultimate in, in peace and joy and family and satisfaction and happiness and good luck, okay? And so this King of Wands at the bottom of the deck, Libra, really does show you fulfilling that Three of Wands that talks about self-belief that we're bringing with us into this season, the King of Wands is the ultimate at that. The King of Wands is, is believes in himself or herself. They're fearless. They're healthy. They're fit. They're focused on their health. Um, and that that adds to the strength that, that, that this card talks about. Um, it, it shows you Libra being the leader, the director, the boss of your own life, being fulfilled, more fulfillment. You got two cards talking about fulfillment, um, of being uh, accomplishing and uh, the goals that you set for yourself, okay, and, and, and inspiring others uh, and being kind and generous to yourself. So that's what I'm talking about when I talk about this area of space where it, 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 it's showing up as these other parts of you. Um, every part of you, if you're if you're loving it and and um, believing in every part of yourself and being kind to every part of yourself, yeah, it's going to show up in your relationships with others. The 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 alternate um, interpretation of this area of space, which it, it not only is other parts of you, but other uh, reflections of you through other people in your life, partnerships, relationships. Um, you're going to attract other King of Wands type people who are strong and creative and inspiring and fearless and kind and generous, okay? So Libra, keep it up. If you're a Libra, this is not resonating with at all. Get with me. And um, I'm not getting anything else. I don't want to linger. Capricorn, Capricorn, Capricorn. 
you guys are having this Aries new moon season through that the very opposite area of space that I was talking to Cancer about. So the very bottom of the chart, the very the most private parts of your life, in the in an area of space dealing with your feelings, your emotions, how you feel. Okay, so absolutely. Uh, honor that. The Aries is a, a sign in a season, like I mentioned before, of self, me, I. So honoring how you feel in this season is going to be critical. Um, and if you do, your overall card, Capricorn, is the Aries card <laughs> in this Aries new season. If you do honor your feelings, you, you you will set a tone for your year to come in this area of feelings, and you will feel as a result of it just like this Queen of Wands feels. She feels confident. She feels attractive, okay? She sets goals, and she's in her, she feels energetic. She's full of energy. She's full of fire, and she's cheerful. She's a seer. She she has vision. She sees just like this three of wands. Here's the queen of wands, the ultimate of this three of wands energy that we're coming and we're all bringing into this airy season with us. She is full of fire and she's cheerful. Okay, so um, it was something. Oh, the bigger picture. Yes, she sees the bigger picture. And that's what helps her to be so successful, so adaptable. She can, she can, uh, uh, she can shift and, and move in accordance. It's like this Uranus energy that's in alignment with this new moon in Aries. Shift and make changes and adapt to new environments, new conditions, new um, situations. And you've got the Four of Pentacles at the bottom of the deck for you guys, Capricorn, which is your card. It's the Sun in Capricorn card. So to the degree that you are fulfilled and energetic and not holding back and confident, you're gonna you're gonna get to. And even the Four of Pentacles talks about keeping to yourself. So you're gonna be able to have financial upswing potentially, success, financial stability and security. And and more control, not only of just like finances and your money, but your life. Okay, um, I'm sorry, I got a little distracted. I'm being told that I've found six in seconds, so I will come back. What I'll do, you guys, is come back tomorrow night, finish the rest of the signs, pick up where I left off with Capricorn, and we'll just keep it moving. I've enjoyed my time with you tonight. Stay connected to Mama Dot Astrology and MyAstrologyCoach.com. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Good night. Thank you, thank you, thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio.